welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. We are your hosts, Johnny and John. Uh, and today we'll be talking about The Shadow Rising, Book 4 of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. And you know, uh, 14. This is episode 14. There are 14 books in the series. There are. I, for a second, it's I thought a you were. Special number. For a second, I thought you were going to make a Dark Tower reference. I'm like, isn't. Four, no, that's, 14, no, that's, that's 19. 19. That's 19. 19. No, don't worry. I'll say something on episode 19. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll head up 16. Well, we already passed 10, which is like the. Stormlight number and like, well, I'll, I'll do 16 for both the Cosmere and Mistborn. <laughs> yes. All right, but, anyways. But for this, uh, we're talking about uh, Shadow Rising, uh, which is, for one thing, um, in this um, 14 book series of absurdly long books, is the longest in terms of word count. Though I believe that in terms of chapter, or not in terms of chapters, in terms of pages book six is the longest um but nonetheless this is a really long book in a series of really long books um and that's appropriate for this book because it's it's ushering in we have we've had three books already which comprised a sort of arc Mm -hmm. and this is ushering a new scope for the series that we haven't seen before johnny did you feel that in this book uh, you could say that. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that happens. Um, yeah. I want to do a kind of a quick su- overarching kind of summary. That might be good uh, because just, uh, we have, there are, there's a lot of stuff in yeah, this and book. Yeah, and, and I kind of want to start doing this in general going forward, just like, just to kind of like, like if people haven't read the book in a while, to kind of just jog their memory. So, and this is going to be a very high-level kind of summary, but... um, So we start off, like, at the end... Like, at the end of Dragon Reborn, they had captured the Stone of... They being Team Rand. Team Team Rand, (laughs) including a heck of a lot of Aiel, who who really did... um, Most of the heavy lifting. Most of the heavy lifting, um, whereas uh, Rand did a completely different kind of lifting of just a sword. Yes. You can see on the cover of book three. <laughs> yes. Um, but, and, and I'm, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so we, they're in the Stone of Tear, and basically Rand is kind of establishing his, like, rule, right, basically? Like, he's basically establishing his rule and kind That's of, right. like, pseudo-governing, kind of, but also planning his, like, next moves and, like, what he wants to do since he's, like, Officially, officially claimed the title Dragon Reborn. Yes, he has. Um, he he's been. He made a spectacle at the end of book two that um, convinced many people. Mm. The ramifications of which we have yet to see. I won't go into that. Yeah. Um. And uh, but for it was this was the first time he fulfilled a major prophecy. Yes. That pretty much everyone associates with the Dragon Reborn. So everyone who saw him do it was like, okay, that's it. Yes. He's um, the guy. So, yeah, so that's a lot of the stuff in the uh, Stone of Tear. The major thing that happened, I mean, so Rand, Matt, and Perrin all get attacked by what's described as like a bubble of the Dark One's yes, influence. Yes, the bubble of evil um, <laughs> as a result of the, yes, the Dark One's growing influence as a result of seals rupturing on his prison. Yes. So there's that. 
And then the other big plot thing that happens is that, like, Trollocs actually attack, <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me, the stone. And there's a battle sequence. And Rand sees uh, Lanfear a couple of times, and we have... Yes. Um, this is the first time that he recognizes, even though he's met her before as Selene, this is the first time he recognizes her as Lanfear. Um, and they have... Uh, suggestive words in, in, in many different fashions the suggestive yes because Lanfear can't have a scene without being sexual in some way shape or form well yeah and, but, and uh, or manipulative and, uh, and just aside from being sexual also uh, it keeps dropping hints about their past and uh, just uh, hinting at what she maybe go- is going to do and her, her overall plans for him yes yeah. So we get a lot of that. Um, and then we have a uh, kind of a, well, I guess it's not, this this, this isn't strictly new, um, but we have a, a less, um, uh, I use, I've used this word before, a less breakneck example of um, people needing to go ahead and do things in split ways for very related reasons. We instead have people splitting ways for their own reasons. Yes. Now, I... Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and so thus you have the structure of the rest of the book. <laughs> yes. Um, so Which helps develop the scope. You have Rand and Matt and Egwene and Moraine and Lan... Um, and, Avienda. Uh, and Avienda, who's, yeah, yeah that She's starts, with them, right? yeah. she was with them, yeah, starts in tier. Um, they all go to the waste because Rand has decided that, um, he needs to do something that no one else will expect. And the prophecies mention the Aiel as well. Um, Nynaeve and Elaine go to Tanchico to go after a Terangriel of some sort, which is escaping me. Um, and. And they also knew that the black. Sister, the, yeah, the Black, the Black Aja, Aja is active in Tanchico as well. So yeah. this is another um, uh, errand <laughs> yes, for that they're put upon yeah. by. Swain. Well, is her Moraine that? I mean, I guess you could almost say that the sa- single LA like, logistically is the same thing. Yeah, um, and uh, then you uh, have a Perrin going to the two rivers because uh, the. Uh, white cloaks have targeted the two rivers because of Perrin's previous crimes. Yes. Um, so, obviously we'll be getting into the weeds on some of this, mm-hmm. but Perrin, I guess, plot-wise is kind of the shortest to explain. Basically, the him and his party go to the two rivers. The white cloaks are there, as well as Trollocs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's various skirmishes and Perrin kind of ends up uh, being their general. There is a large battle in which the part, uh, in which the two rivers folk rally behind Perrin and the Aes Sedai who are there and push and push back the um, uh, Trollocs. The White Cloaks come, there's tense inter- interactions and then they leave. Um, like I said, we'll get more into this and so that's kind of Perrin's story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, 
Wonder Girls. <laughs> do you want to do you want to go into the Wonder, Wonder Girls? Girls? Um, I have to, I have to be honest. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember Tanchico no, that, I, one bit, except for some of the ending stuff um, with Mogedian. No, that's fine. Basically, they most why remember and they go to they basically travel to Tanchico um, with the Sea Folk in a ship. They get to Tanchico, spend a lot of time looking for the Black Aja, and then. Go into the like palace to wrestle, with, with, and, and there's the panarch, right? Yeah, is that, I, is that yeah. I almost said the queen, the panarch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they rescue her and kind of thwart both the Black Aja and Mogedian, one of the Forsaken who was mm-hmm. there. Yes. Uh, and then over in the waste, kind oh. of the real kind of, or at least the largest implications plot wise. Oh, you're waiting yeah. for me, or do you want to go? <laughs> well, yeah, I, well, it's it's a myriad of things yes. that are happening there. You have Egwene um, wanting to learn dreamwalking from the Aiela wise ones. You have Matt going there because of prophecy to Viren reasons. And <laughs> yes. Rand is uh, going there because, again, it's what um, he feels people don't expect because um, he wants to outmaneuver his enemies and um, even break from Moraine a little bit, who wants him to go to, into Ilion. Um, That's right, because she wants him to go out Well, she wants to take... Samael, she yeah. wants... Uh, well, yeah, she wants him to go after S- Samael, but um, it's... The other boon to that is it will consolidate um, Tyr under his mm. rule because um, uh, Animus against Ilion is strong, and so people will support him if he goes to attack Ilion. Um, hmm. So some politicking. <laughs> some politicking. As she is wont to do. Um, and those are the three... I mean, Moraine goes to the waste because Rand goes, and Land goes to the waste because Moraine, Moraine goes. goes. Yeah, so I mean, so, it, so that, that's the end of the individual motivations. Right, yeah, then... Yeah, and basically, Rand and Matt have very important character things that happen. I mean, Rand finds out that the Aeol were not the meant to be these warrior people they were intended to be the opposite uh-huh. these peaceful people that were still carrying out the will of the ancient Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and um, there we might be going a little too much into what we yeah, will talk about right. later um, um, and then in the well Rand kind of officially at the end of well that section and the whole book mm-hmm. Rand goes Reveals himself to all of the Aeol chiefs, or all the ones that agree to meet with him, that he's the Dragon Reborn. Yes, and who they refer to, and because the Aeol have many different names for things than the Wetlanders mm-hmm. do. Uh, he who comes with the Dawn, um, and or the Karakarn, uh, the Chief of Chiefs. Yes. Um, and that's, this causes a bit of a, a schism in the Aeol, um, with some ex- accepting his rule and others not, follow, choosing to attend instead to follow other the leadership of a false Karakarn um, by the name of Kuladin. And um, there is then a similar schism, um, which kind of comes out of nowhere um, in, well, not out of nowhere, but as far as build up in the plot goes, there's a schism in oh, the white we, tower. We totally, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, and, real, wait, real quick, I'll just finish up with the Rand stuff. Rand fights Asmodian, who's one of the Forsaken, defeats well, him. Well, that was after the schism, so that's why. Oh, all right. Go ahead. No, it is. Go ahead. So that happens, but the, the aftermath of that is, this is not, there's nothing in this book. It's just a kind of a 
bombshell. Um, the, the schism being... Aes Sedai fighting Aes Sedai, Warder fighting Warder. It's a whole mess in there. Um, we have yet to have the ramifications of that or go into the weeds there. Um, and then, yes, um, Rand uh, fights uh, Asmodian going after, um, if I remember correctly, the... the, 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 the yeah, the Terangriel... Um, yes, uh, the, the, the stone man, Terangriel, which I don't know if we know what that is yet. No, we just know it boosts power. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> um, and, uh, Asmodian, as a result, uh, loses the ability to channel mostly, um, partially because of land fear, I, yes. as, as far as I can remember. No, she does. She basically, and, like, she loses him enough so that... She can basically fatten up Rand for her to slaughter him, so mm-hmm. to speak. <laughs> it's so creepy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, Asmodian is uh, going to teach Rand the ways of the Force. I mean, the one power. <laughs> um, hmm. Man, it's almost like we're seeing, like, some Joseph Campbell parallels in this. <laughs> um, okay, but, so that's that. So yeah. I think that um, it might be good to start with... Um, uh, the stone. Yeah, and, let's start and, with the stone. And, uh, you know, just leave that to rest, and then we will go yes. foray into the rest of the book. So, I'll just start with the stone by saying some cool stuff happens, but they spent way too long there. <laughs> and that's not something that I particularly noticed. Um, I didn't, when, when I read it for the first time, I didn't think that as a... As far as pacing went, it was super different from the rest of the book. As far because they had those major things that happened in the stone, mm-hmm. it, it hit the same beats for me as the rest of it. Even though there wasn't traveling involved, that's true. The I think the the coolest or the most important thing that happens in the stone, or at least kind of like character wise and stuff for me, was when Matt goes through. The Terangriel. Yes, and we will certainly talk about that. Um, but the the fight scene, all of this of the habits is cool. I mean, the implications are important. Like Rand sending out all the all Rand basically exiles his enemies to Kyrian mm-hmm. under the guise of like aiding them, kind of. But like everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, Rand already making. Um, Impressive political moves. Yes. Um, then Moraine had thought that she, she, he would need her direction in all that stuff, but he's got some. He's got some bite. Yes. Um, and speaking of Moraine and Rand, um, there in, throughout this in, entire book, there is a sense of because all the two rivers people were always like. Yeah, I don't want an Aes Sedai telling me what to do. But Rand really is starting to come into his own and have some clout in that st- Two Rivers stubbornness. There are no strings on the, me. Uh-huh. So, 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 he's not Ultron, though, is he? Um, I don't think <laughs> Disney doesn't own real time. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, but, like, if... All right, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole because it we are can not. actually happen. Anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... But he, he he can kind of resist it uh, more potently because well one he is already more powerful than she is yes and mm-hmm. two um, he's starting to get more of a head on his shoulders and 
she recognize she does she pushes back in him, but at times she also recognizes that what he's doing has good motivations and strategy behind it. Um, yes. And I really like that change in in dynamic. It is a a bit of a fresh one on the servant becoming the master trope. I feel yeah, like. yeah, because it's and it, it's never because of how it's set up. Morvane is always. It's not really a. Well, I guess it uh, because usually you have the he's like the the mentor dies and then the servant the the, right. the, 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 yeah. the pupil has to fill her shoes. Yes. Um, but in this case, he's just he's just finding his own way. Yeah. Oh, yes. Although I, you could also kind of yeah. Although this this stuff hasn't really been resolved yet, but there's obviously stuff with. A mentor, mentor stuff with kind of Egwene and Moraine as well. Yes, yeah, um, to, to to another extent. Yes. Yeah, it, it, for different like that's more of a traditional mentor mentee, whereas Moraine is kind of like mentor in the sense of like like if I if I like screw this up, the world's gonna end. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, and then a part as a part of that, um, one thing that I loved is that. Uh, Rand is, you know, because they're about him, he spends a lot of time reading the prophecies of the dragon. Yeah, and Moraine is like he reads too much and understands too little, and that just always reminded me. If you, if you swap the genders, when like parody versions of guys would say. She's reading too much. Oh. <laughs> she reads too much. She'll start to think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's actually probably true. Oh. Because, yeah. and, and I mean, that's that's not baseless either because, like, you have somewhat of a matriarchy here where men are considered foolish and that's much more of a has much more influence as a viewpoint than it does in our world yes i mean the the i mean Nynaeve's entire viewpoint is dedicated to who is she is dedicated to uh, who, who is she who is she scolding this time <laughs> um yes exactly yeah um, men are all woolheads. It's not always men, but usually. <laughs> <laughs> or it, it's it's more dismissive when it's, when it's men. There's mm-hmm. usually when she gets angry at women, it's kind of like well, they're threatening her. Whereas with men, it's like oh, they're 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 <laughs> stupid. They're not really a threat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, like specifically, like yeah, forgot. Was there anything you wanted to bring up about this, the stone next? Because because I have I have, I have like points I want to hit, but um the uh I mean I hope the the political stuff is cool. The battle with the Trollocs is cool. It was cool to see Ran doing the like he did that kind of giant sphere of like channeling i forget what he wove into that but i don't remember that uh, what i the the most important thing to aside from some of the the talk with land fear the most yeah. important thing um in that is uh him trying to resurrect the girl <laughs> with calendar which right. is a which is pretty poignant yeah um him um this early in the series really feeling the hard limits 
of what power, seems yeah. to be unlimited power, but is not. Yes. As Moraine puts it, he is not the creator. And that's an, that's yeah. an important thing to realize. Which is interesting. Well, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to go on a thing about, like, Karkarin being the chief of chiefs, which is similar to the king of kings. Um going with the kind of the Christ ah analogy. yes but we can get into that one when we get to the root the mm-hmm. yeah that's stuff. yeah that, but that could be um the, yeah we so we mentioned um Matt and yeah. the storm door frame so we could do that um really interesting world um that that was one of the most interesting well there's a lot of interesting parts of this book but that was Actually, yeah, I think the Terran Royal stuff in this book in general is this is the best part of the whole. And um, I think there's a lot of the that world that doesn't get explained. There's a lot about that world that I don't want to talk about uh, because there, there's there, we we get there's there's more about that later. Right, and I probably still have no idea what <laughs> yeah. a lot of this is. Um, but so so Matt goes in. He wants to ask his questions. Rand and Moraine actually do the same thing. Um, kind of at the same time, which is for, it can, it, it can work that way for some reason. Yes. Um, and he wants to ask three questions because he's confused about like why, like he, he wants to go home, but he can never make himself say that he will go home. Oh, and he's, and, it's, uh, it's the, um, and Perrin says to Viren, um, yeah, he, yeah, like but... he wants more answers. Like, what should I do? Where should I go? And I forget his specific questions, but he talks to these snake people, um, which yeah. I kind of thought were um, very much. They reminded me of the fates. What was the phrase you told me to remind you of? What I called them? The old sage people. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't think I should. I don't know if I should say the real name. I think they've come up. They but ha- they are they do the elf. They do say it in this book. Yeah, that I yeah. know for sure because they haven't come up at all in fires. Yeah, so you so you've. Uh, yeah, you've uh, so you've come across the phrase the Aelfin. Um These may or may not be them, um, and uh, but they they reminded me of the fate because they were talking about uh, uh, threads of they were talking about threads of fate in there. Um, so I thought that was interesting that they yes. were clearly because because the Greek mythology. Like I'm thinking of a uh, I'm actually thinking of Hercules the the uh, Disney movie. Uh, where oh, they're, where the, they kind of have that ethereal, is, yeah. ethereal, yeah. wispy, very, very aged look. Yes. Um, no, that's, that's a good point. That's what comes to my head. And uh, I was reading this somewhere. I didn't pick it up when I was reading it, but um, one of the things that happens in, in that is that uh, um, both Rand and Moraine need a translator for the people on the count of whatever the council. They need a translator because they're speaking in the old tongue. Oh yeah, right, right, and right. Matt is like, wait, what translator? And then he's like, oh, it's because they were speaking the old tongue, and I understood them. Yeah, um, that's big. <laughs> on top of that, apparently, I like I've read through this, and I kind of see, but there was a commentator that said when he's in the world, when he's inside the door frame. His speech pattern is slightly different. Matt. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's really maybe interesting. Maybe like I was reading and I'm like, yeah, it kind of seems a little more poetic, maybe a little more Yoda-y. I don't know. I'd be, uh, I'll have to reread that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. No, that's interesting. And he gets three. I want I want to say this. Say these 
um, specifically. No, go on. He, what, he says, what is my fate? After he said the three questions, and for some reason they still answer him, I don't know why, um, but the answers are to marry the daughter of the nine moons, That's right. Okay. to live and die again, a part of once was, and to give away half the light of the world to save the world. Those are the three answers he has given, and I this is, this is going to bug you, but um, <laughs> I noticed... Uh, the daughter of the nine moons has come up in prophecy like in in the previous books okay and a hint as to what that is is also in this book okay and oh, i'm not gonna tell you where don't. it is that's... but i i noticed that it was there and i'm like is i, I didn't realize in retrospect i didn't realize that that because i caught it my oh. first read i caught it and that's how i know that they mentioned daughter of the nine moons um Earlier, because I read it and I was like, "Oh, that's oh. interesting." Did um the second one? Does that is that when he like basically kind of dies in this one and Rand like brings him back after Ruidian? I think that's or is the that general consensus? Okay, is that was what it is referring to? Okay, because he does he does kind of die, uh, kind of right? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, that whole section is great. Mm-hmm. Just the, the way that that world is described, or that, like, part, or that, like, realm or whatever described. Yeah, and, like, and, and you look out the window, and there are these spires, and then, like, when they cross in front of each other, they, like, come out at a completely different place, and the perspectives don't, yeah, it's don't make sense. That, that whole thing was so cool. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I do have one more thing from the stone, mm-hmm. unless you had more on... I, I, had, I had one more thing God, aside yeah. from that. Um, we'll, go, we'll go ahead with yours first. Um, I really... Was, was this related to Matt? No. Okay, oh, okay. Um, so, there's a, uh, there's a... The scene... I really like the scene where Rand, Gwyn, and Elaine are in the stone. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah and, we should say this. Yeah, and they're talking... It's basically them kind of talking about channeling and how it's, like, the differences between Sadar and Sidine. Um, and, and kind of... It was really interesting because, I mean, the, the big thing in that is, like, Rand, like... I forget if he gets, like, angry or, like... What, but he, what happens is he... Um, he like um he's he's kind of demonstrating um that like they can't see Saiyadine, I think it, and be well right because he they want to test because he tends to get goosebumps when Saidar is being channeled and they want to yes. test that out and they find that he really is sensing it um mm. and then um they want to see if they can sense Saiyadine, and all uh, he just pinches their butts and yeah, oh. there's like okay, we did. That's that's all we felt. We didn't feel anything else, and so they like light his butt on fire or something. Just oh like really yeah, briefly. that's right. And that's he gets, right. and even though he he started it, he gets like they they're laughing at him, and he gets like like non proportionally like, angry. Like he like like, like, he, like hulks he like hulks out. <laughs> he, yeah, he gets just re- really cold and angry when they were kind of just having fun. And he's just like, do you think he's like just he's like, okay, now uh now now show us and he's like he's like, do you think this is easy to hold on to Saiyadine? Which shows us um, Now he also like as he's doing that, like And then cuts lift, lift, yeah, 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 shields yeah. him from the source and 
lifts them into the air and they're like, oh my god, we're not even close to him in power, in, in power or dexterity or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of silly of him to do. Um, and, but it, you're right. Yeah, it, was, scene, it was a good magic system scene because it showed us um, not just that, like, okay, he's which we learned before. He was he's really strong, strong in, in yeah. fire and earth. They're better with air and water, men and women, etc. But also the differences of um, embracing Sidar versus Saidine. Yes, where um, they have to surrender to Sidar, and you have to and, you have to you like have to domin- wrestle. Yeah, you have to dominate Saidine. Saidine. All yeah. dominates better word. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, also potential sexist. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's a little odd. That's that's kind of the that's one of the kind of one of the kind of gender things that's kind of like all right. Well, the I'm not going to harbor this too much. But like the man has to be strong and control the source, whereas mm-hmm. the woman just has to let it happen and like and just kind of like let let it flow into her and like kind of like. Uh, but ironically, it's. It's kind of a radical novel idea. Yes. In in many senses, um, in this world. Yes. So no, it's exactly. Like not yes. even right. but, in the but, context of this world, it's not even uh old hat. No, no, know? because in, in this world most like I we talked about this in one of them that like most of the like women are in general the people that are in charge in various societies <laughs> yeah because i mean the the when, when you talk about oppression what you need to do is point out specific instances where it um where it's disproportionately effective women say if i mean i get i have if i channel um i have to go away from home mm-hmm. and um I, it's really a hard in the tower, they really, it's really grueling after, and then men are like, okay, if I can channel, I either die, or I get caught off from the most beautiful thing I ever yes. could ever seen, and uh-huh. then want to die, and probably eventually die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, that that difference is oppression. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'd agree. Uh, um, we've gotten a little off tangent. No, a little off. There, I, was there another... Yes, that's interesting. I feel like oh, there is, well, I should mention the this is the mo- this is like the time where we most openly see the ra- the budding romance between Rand and Elaine. Yes, <laughs> and them kind of like it was kind of funny how Jordan kind of describes them like scurrying off and like uh, kissing in corners or something, and I'm like, <laughs> and this is a, it seems a really I I still think it's really vapid. Um, this romance, yeah, is, it's... but re- reading it again, reading a little bit of it again, I do realize that there is a bit of meaning on Rand's part. He's like, okay, the longer that I stay here, the longer I can just be a, a boy in love with a girl and not I, the see, dragon and... reborn. It's, it's, it's an escapism. Thing. Right. And, and you know, I totally, I totally get that. My thing with a lot of the romances in general is that like, I just feel like there's no there's no kind of natural buildup. No. Uh, like, like, so, all right. He spo- fell into my garden. Like, Harry Potter spoilers. <laughs> uh, all right. It's not like Ron and Hermione, where you're not necessarily expecting it to happen when it does, but, like, when it does, you're like, oh, 
Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're unless you're in the Harry and Hermione camp. You know, we're not gonna have that. This is not a discussion for that. It's always um, time for it. Is not. I will, but like <laughs> we're already. Yeah, God. But anyways, um, um yeah, like so, like between the Lan and Nynaeve, and I guess ironically enough, Perrin and Fael have the most build up to whatever their thing is that's right but it's like a bit like that's like a very toxic like build up with like just anger <laughs> and they had that is the last thing that we have to talk about in from from the stone is um the Perrin, fail and barrelane dynamic slash triangle that mm. has some that has barrelane into place what does she have to do with she and with Perrin and i thought she's there well, with she, rand i thought well she she has her she like makes her wiles with Rand, is that how you say the phrase? I don't know. Yeah. But I think they so. um because he's the new power in Tyr, she's always she's always had to deal with Tyr. So of true. course she is going yeah. to try and approach the new de facto ruler of Tyr. Yeah. So that's that that's that situation. Um she is she also approaches Perrin and openly flirts with him in front of Fael. Oh yeah, I rem- I'm remembering. And this then Fael is like, eh, whatever, and then just like lashes out at Perrin like all at once. Um, and then Perrin does the um, thing that all that the guys tend to do of hurt the women or hurt your friends to protect them from being associated with you. Oh, so he yeah. Says, he like, yeah, I like Bar- Barrelane. Who? What man wouldn't want her on his lap? Oh, yeah, and then she, like, storms maybe off. Maybe I'll go to Mayeen with her. She asked me to, and maybe I will. Yeah, and then... Because they're children. Um, right. And, and then, then Fael goes and um, tries to intimidate Barrelane. Barrelane's having none of it, and... Um, puts her in an arm lock, and then Rourke comes in and owns them both. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, well, I guess this is also kind of still technically in the stone. Like, the extension of that is like when they're all trying to leave, and like Perrin and Fayola talking, and Fayola's like, "I'm going to the two rivers with you." Perrin's like, "No, you're not." And so then, like, she goes to Loyal and basically manipulates Loyal mm-hmm. into letting her go with him. Mm-hmm. And, like, and Perrin needs Loyal to go to the ways. That's, and that's like, we... Fael bothered people a lot, but when she took advantage of, like, just someone as utterly pure as Loyal, that's when people move to, like, un- irrational, blinding like all-consuming hatred i still didn't i well, and like that scene when she like and then the, the ways just made it worse yeah well the ways is more mutually they're both like not handling the situation oh well. no but like that specific scene when she, like she's basically are like using manipulating loyal in front of perrin and like basically like wink wink to perrin like see i told you i'd find a way to like go with you mm-hmm. like and it's whatever it's fine mm-hmm. she she does cool things later <laughs> but yeah um do you have anything else on the stone um no i think that is it yes yeah that's it for the stone okay do you want to do the wonder girls or i feel i feel like we should save the waste for the next episode at this point yeah let's yeah let's do let's do the wonder girls wonder girls or wonder, wonder, wonder girls, wonder, or girls wonder girls 2 out of 3 oh um 
or either Parent in Two Rivers or Wonder Girls. Um, let's do the Wonder Girl. Even though, even though we were talking about Parent, um, okay. Let's do the Wonder Girl. So the one, so Elaine, Nynaeve, and leave Tantico. Leave um. Tier. With tier to go to Tanjiko with Dwelin, who is the thief taker catcher. I, they, yeah, he gets they, mad at one. They of them. care. They care about which one. Like he cares about which one they use. I'm going to use them interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Uh, with him and then Tom, Marilyn goes with them. Um, uh, so there's a cool scene. So they they travel by boat with the Sea Folk. Um, and kind of the sea folk people in a kind of another uh, kind of pattern we keep seeing of different cultures using the one power in different ways. The sea folk like channelers are using it to like like channel wind and like water to like move their boats faster, mm-hmm. which is and that's cool because like that's also a a kind of training montage moment for Elaine, which I'm always in favor. I, I love I'm, training montage. I'm always for, if for no other reason that, 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 then like I see progression. Mm-hmm. So like, like, like even if it's not like a huge thing, I like it whenever Jordan mentions that Rand like shows a brief paragraph of Rand practicing with land or something with the sword or something like that mm-hmm. just because it's like me visualizing their like progression so when they do kind of like like pull out crazy stuff in battle i'm like oh yeah that makes sense because you know they practice that <laughs> um yes and it's it's a um it's a example of culture winning out um that's the wrong way to phrase it it's it's an example of the the magic taking the shape of culture. Yes, I, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah, and that's always good to see because you don't you don't just want magic to be this um, thing that's apart from everything else. Just like there because oh, it's there, it's magic, and it works. It works in exactly this way, and it's used in this way because you know it's that's how I imagine the magic system. You know, it's 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 taken and reshaped based on the needs. Yes. Yeah, because like the the major examples so far being like like we just discussed the Sea Folk, the Shanchen, obviously like the what the Tower and kind of like that, and then like the Aiel as we'll talk about later. Uh, I think those are the main like different ways we see people using it, right? Yes. Am I um, yeah. At least so far. So yeah, there's um, Shanchen, um, the Aiel, um, the White Tower. Um, the sea folk, and there is another one. There's there's one more that I'm thinking of that you haven't come across. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, but yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we've already we, we went through the, uh, the kind of the plot points of of Tanchico. Um, well, okay. So, well, I have a. Like, there's a scene in Tanjigo before they get there that I kind of want to talk about. What's that? It's a villain scene. Um, so, they, they're journeying to Tanjigo, and if I don't... People could yell at me for this, but I don't remember anything major that happens on their way there. Like, I think they stop in a How few places. How do they places. get there? Oh, I see. Like they, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. the, yeah, like, the ship takes them all the way mm-hmm. there. Um, uh, 
But before they get there, there's a scene where kind of the villain, basically, I loved this and I want more of this. It's basically the villains moving themselves into place for the climax. <laughs> uh, like, uh, um, let me, let me try and uh, go back. I th- By uh, villains, are you talking about... Uh, it, it's more than one group. So, you... S- we have Mogedian in, in, at the, in the east, or excuse me, the west, and um, Asmodian in the east. Oh, I, oh no, I meant, um, like, just just in Tanjiko. So, okay. so like, there's the larger, like, it's basically, basically what happens in that chapter is that, like, the White Cloaks reach an agreement with the, with people, with people that are scheming against the Pinar to take over, like, the Tanjiko government. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the White Cloaks then essentially, like, take, like, went out and take over, like, that section of it. Mm-hmm. But the Black, like, the Black Asha sisters that are there have basically already kind of, like, infiltrated that. And so, like, they're, like, also, like, kind of, like, running that show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And so I, I, I just liked it because there's a sequence where, like, Elida kind of... Uh, or not Elida. Um, Leandrin uh, goes and kind of, like... They have a kind of villain council, <laughs> basically right. explaining like, "Hey, this is our plan for taking over Tanjiko, like for to ensure our grip on Tanjiko." Uh-huh. Uh, it was just yeah. a cool scene that got me hyped for like, yeah, the villain committee <laughs> meeting. <laughs> yes, it, it was, and that that happens a lot in this series, which I'm a big fan of. Just we need it's... to make a, strate- <laughs> a strategic plan, a five step strategic plan, yes. for, for for company growth. Yeah, it's like hmm. I'm, I, it's, or, or as is the case with, like, when it's a villain committee meeting, aggressive expansion. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was just kind of a cool, like, a chapter that I liked a lot. It, there was also, I liked the setting for that. Th- that starts in, like, basically this wine garden, if I remember correctly. It's kind of like this high class like wine garden that all these people like the politicians and rich people go to but basically it's kind of like the one person's like scoffing at like all the people there and like basically plotting how the like they're gonna take over the city (laughs) maybe on the other side of the wetlands from kyrian but (laughs) sometimes it can look a lot like that uh yes uh yeah yeah very very different than like kyrian has a lot more moving factions but well, to my knowledge. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. It's 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 known for it. Yeah, because um, he, he, he even in yeah, um, but yeah. So that's that, and I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, well, before we get to kind of because I, I I think we should do the climax stuff there. Just to, I think we should do like the entirety of Wonder Girl stuff, uh, rather than kind of like doing separate stuff and then all the climaxes at once yeah exactly yeah yeah um, just just wanted to know because um i mean the two major the only major thing that happens before the climax is something similar which is mogedian oh, using compulsion on yep. them mm-hmm. um which is a great inside look of at compulsion yes. which is something that is plot wise extremely important to the series as a whole because it is how um the 
governments of the world uh, as far as from the side the the shadow goes um yes it's how they crumble without a drop of blood being spilled yes yeah without going into like specific details of that yes and we we have uh the forsaken making their entrenching themselves in their places yes and, for their attack that will last until the 14th book <laughs> <laughs> yes um but uh, they will uh that's 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 how they that's the most uh that's the best way of doing it yeah no i yeah that makes it's sense. the most direct way of doing it yes um literally being able to tell someone hey go do this and they go do that um <laughs> uh, so do yeah do you want to just go into the climax yeah right. yeah of of of, of the tanchicos yes of, yeah. of tanchico yes. yes all right let's yeah. start with like the big one that we're probably both thinking of yes <laughs> where we have a sense of we know that well um, so first of all the climb the climax is the one well nynaeve elaine bail is like then the people helping them going into the um the palace to save the panarch and the uh get the seal Right, and, and then the Terangriol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we, so we know that um, because of what Moraine has said, uh, what the, everyone who has come across these uh, Wonder Girls at uh, the White Tower know is that um, even not at their full potential, they are – they may not be experienced, but they put the – vast majority if not all of the the current the, the eyes the current women wearing the rings on the shawl mm. to shame yes so the, mm. we we know that they are really strong we yes. also have a friggin legendary status attributed to the Forsaken. forsaken yeah for the forsaken yeah um so those are on two really different levels where mm-hmm. we have like these really strong we have really strong women are our main characters but then we also have like just these these guys are just, just past Barely. anybody living today yes so we don't aren't ready for it yes when we have the strongest of our wonder girls go toe-to-toe with what i'll say right now is uh, like a mid-range forsaken, forsaken. okay yeah um, if not lower, but, but, but all the same, it's yes. still, still, it's still like Nynaeve is, stands there. She's, uh, having the, um, invisible or just, the uh, weaves, the, yeah. the weaves fight with, um, Mogedian trying to sever each other from the true source. And I loved the, I'll just say, I love the description of that. Like how he writes, how he describes the flow, like the flows and them kind of like, just interweaving and like, mm-hmm. but they're also just standing there, <laughs> staring at each other. It's, yeah, it's, I think I think there's a point where he remarks like, if somebody were to walk in, then they would just see the yeah these two women just sitting there staring at each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is um, intense but also kind of funny. Yes, no, it, it is. You just have this random yeah. dude come in and just look at both of them, be like, yeah. Um, this is some spat, some spot, some silent treatment. Yes. <laughs> um, but Nynaeve spends the whole battle thinking that Mogadine is going to pull out her full strength. And she's like, and then eventually she's like, she is pulling out her full strength. And I'm right winning, now. And I'm matching it. And I'm matching it. 
Yeah. The trouble is, I'm also pulling out my full strength, so... Well, now, let's not forget, Nine is the Hulk, so... <laughs> you don't like her when she's angry. Well, she's already angry. If yes. she weren't angry, then she would Well, wouldn't. right, it wouldn't have mattered, but yeah. she... No, but she doesn't win because she gets angry. She gets wins be, She wins because she distracts The power requires a... I no, mean, she, no, she, no, she, no distract, she distracts Moby. Oh, yeah, because she smash. She throws her the um, tearing wheel at her, right? That's right. After she baits her forward by pretending to lose... That's right. Yeah, yep, she yep, stumbles. Yep. She's like, oh, I'm losing. Uh, psych. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a that was a really cool moment. <laughs> um, uh, any uh, it's, since we're talking about ninety even Elaine, any uh, uh, tell our real stuff we're forgetting. Oh boy, in this book, I um, mean, I, I do, don't. I, do they interact with Egwene? I it? think I think it, may, it goes to a different level in five, but uh, I'm, may, yeah, I'm just remembering the stuff in five right now, just because like that's the only that's like half of the book is spent, or not half, a lot of the book. You, you get a lot more Teleromeo stuff with like Perrin and Egwene, some Rand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, some Rand. Um, um, I don't. I mean, do they like? Oh, they do, because I'm pretty sure that, like, they are talking to her, because I remember, like, that they give her, like, a heads up on, like, hey, we're, I think they give her a heads up on, like, hey, we're about to do, um, hey, hey, we're about to do, like, this thing in the palace, like, if we don't, like, if you don't hear from us in X days, like, assume we died or got captured (laughs) or something like that. Yeah, the problem with the Teller and Griot stuff is that it, it, um... It really tends to uh, weave between books. Yeah, it it, it really just yeah. kind of blurs the lines. Um, yes. So it's yeah. Like, that, oh, what what happens there? Yeah. Um, it's just kind of outside, almost like outside of the space and time of the plot, even though plot stuff happens in it. But yes, yeah. No, I I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's better in five of kind of weaving it in with the plot. I think. Um, because, like, they discover things, well, more things that way, but, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to backtrack a little bit, real quick, looking at my notes. This, this scene when Elaine gets drunk, <laughs> like... Oh. Yeah, like... already happens? Yeah, yeah, there's a scene when she gets drunk, and I'm pretty sure that's a scene where she's kind of, like, co- well, she coaches up to Tom throughout, but, like, I think, like... Oh no! I think I'm pretty sure this is a scene where Tom actually kind of says to her, "Oh yeah, like this is what happened. Like I used to like, you know, I don't know if she says I used to sleep with your mom, but like he 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 she kind of he tells Elaine like I used to like like this like I was like in her court like blah blah blah, blah. like mm-hmm. I played the game with her like the game of houses and all that. I bet he played the game. With her. Oh, I so he definitely did, but, um, but he but he in terms of that and in terms of just worldly politics and everything, he's just he has a history. Oh yeah, I mean he that's such a that, that's heavily implied, and that's the which I'm hoping we get a little more of. Like this, this is the first time we get we get like somebody stating hey like tom saying hey i was in your mom's court like i kind of did like stuff happened like and then she exiled me like this is the first time that he kind of lays things like out for her mm-hmm. as far as like this is what happened in my past it's, instead of kind of like hints and like remarks like remarks and like that type of stuff that's right but yeah the, the i think they're gonna tell yeah but 
Yeah, just I just remember her, her getting drunk off of like the wine, and I'm just kind of like, this is interesting. This is kind of funny, weird. Like <laughs> I didn't really know what I was supposed to think mm-hmm. during that scene. Yeah, but it's like it's not bad. It's no. just like it's kind of like oh, like oh, this is something you haven't done yet with any of your characters. <laughs> Um, just like there's a heart to hearts of this sort, you mean? Yeah, well, oh no, more like a character getting drunk. Oh yeah, like 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 on screen because like they only they reference that stuff a lot, but like a character like heavily drunk on screen and then um and you know I guess that is I don't know if there have really been any heart to hearts like that. Elaine Elaine likes her spirits. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's probably (laughs) a. For I, I will, I will, I will admit that. Um, but um, okay, so yeah, back. Sorry, back to well for Tanchico. Yeah. Um, I that's all I have on Tanchico. Well, you had there's a really cool the secret, a really cool scene when Elaine rescues the Panarch when she goes, she bur- she just like bursts into the Panarch's chambers, air weaves and cuts off the Black Aja person that's there, <laughs> and then just kind of like. I think they might, they might interrogate her, but like then they just kind of like run. Uh, then, oh yeah, and then, and then I think it's Leandrin, but one of the Black Aja sisters uses one of the Terranguil to like bail fire the palace, <laughs> like in trying to get Nynaeve. That's right. Yeah, she yeah she's like Morgannon's like she, she she's just kind of stuck there. Shielded for for yes. um, the first part, she's seeing the bale fire being wheeled around. She's like, "Stop, stop it! What are you doing?" And Nani's like, ah, ah. "Yeah," because then she's like running and trying. I I think she might try to fight the or like fight back a little bit to whoever it is, but yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. And then bottom line, Mogedian escapes. Yes, um, because the spider. Uh, to fight. Oh, is that her? Like that's that's her nickname, the spider. Yeah. To uh, fight another day. Yes, because I mean, I did like that because, like, then going into book five, there's history between her and like Nynaeve and all that, as opposed to kind of all all the previous Forsaken encounters. There, there wasn't. The, there was history. The, well, the, but nothing we experienced. No, yeah, like, the, like, Luz Theron interacted with all of them in some way, shape, or form that we know of. But like, we don't really like. All we get from that is kind of hints of Rand being like, "Was that my thought or Luz Theron's?" Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's That's like a. a like, there's a lot of history that I'm sure eventually is going to be revealed in a big plot twisty reveal sort of way, but. Um, but like, there wasn't a like to, the, to that up to that point they had been cool, but there hadn't been the character like clash impact uh, of kind of like two people that were like on a like collision course, uh, like finally meeting. Uh, and this one wasn't well; it was a little bit, but like it, it's it starts setting the stage for like that. Although you know what, that's not true because we get like land. Although Landfear doesn't really get a full encounter like, a battle sequence with a lot of them. Like, Rand tries to fight her in this one, I think, and he just gets his butt handed to him. Well, yeah, she, she's like, not She's not really trying. She she, she yeah. could end him if she wanted to. Um, um, so, so yeah, it's not... Landfear is, well, I, I, ironically, a little more in the shadows, but, but that's because she's... She, she's playing she, the she longest is, game that we of, that we know of. Yeah. Of the, of the Forsaken, at least. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, she admits, and this is kind of going back to the stone, but I mean, she is saying, um, I, my goal is not really to be foremost among the chosen. It's to be foremost among the chosen, then join with you, and overthrow the dark one, and then overthrow the creator for good measure. And it's like, okay, that's about as as ambitious as you could possibly get. Yes, and so Rand, and so Rand is like, I will never join you. His Luke's his Luke Skywalker moment. Uh, we're not going to go into his this. Ba- you mean his Baalzaman moment? Oh yeah, his, his yeah, actually, continuing yeah, I guess yeah, that's a better or a good yeah. Father we'll, we'll, of lies. Yes, yeah, well, not not his father <laughs> though. I, like, in, I feel I feel Baalzaman pain when he's like, he just. You, is this going to be what it is? Just a broken record? God, that's kind of he, he's, uh, he's kind of a broken record too. Though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, kind of, like it, it was really cool in the first book when he shows up. But kind of every time he shows up after that, it's kind of the same. Not the same thing, but like it's a very similar. Like, well, he's well, he's Ishmael. He's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we won't go into this. Yeah, let, well, I guess, yeah, yeah we may talk we about should, life here more. Yeah, when, for now it should be yeah. final thoughts. Um, n- nothing a whole lot more. Yeah. I mean, I I guess, I didn't really see my, like, general thoughts at the beginning. I mean, I, overall, I, I'd probably say it's the strongest book just because the most significant things happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely, it's like the most long-winded, but, like, because it's the longest. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not the same thing. Or, well, okay, let me rephrase that. Well, uh, we can maybe talk about this a little more in the whatever, whenever the closing episode for this is. Um, but I, 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 for me, the fact that they spend almost a third of the book in the stone, kind of like, it, it, I think it hurts the it hurts the pacing. Um, mm-hmm. Because the if, if they if you chop half of that that's perfect because the real plot and meat of the book is like when they actually lead the stone because you kind of have the three your three main plot arcs for like the book because mm-hmm. uh, the stone is really just set up for that but mm-hmm. but I mean the arcs we do get are all really cool with great character realizations and world building stuff mm-hmm. yeah we will definitely go into that um, yeah for another episode. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure right now how, if we're going to do... We we might only end up doing... <laughs> depends on how long we end up yeah. talking about other things. But we don't have to decide that. Yeah. But two... At the very least, obviously, one more. We still need to talk about the other two main plot arcs. Well, two two point like three, if you count the Swain stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Like two point three. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not quite half an entire quite, plot, no, but I, like I, it's like really significant. But I, I, I feel it. Yeah. So at least one more episode, potentially two, depending on how much we get into the weeds of different things, or or just go on random tangents. We will see. Um, but until that time, this has been the Acolytes of Merlin, uh, book one, or excuse me, book four um, of Wheel of Time. Uh, we're your host, John. And Johnny. And we will see you next time.